You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Lisa Johnson and you will have heard me talking in the last few weeks about how I've been selling all the time. And we did this experiment where we sold seven different things, seven different launches in seven to eight weeks and it went brilliantly. And one of the reasons I was able to do that is because my mindset around selling is really good. I believe that you can sell every day. I believe that you're doing people a service by selling all the time. And I don't believe that you have to sell in a sleazy way. And one of the people who really believes this too is on the podcast today. And that is Charlie Day. So welcome to the podcast, Charlie. Hello. Hello. So Charlie is also the salesperson in my high level mastermind, Destination Inspiration. So she teaches people to sell every day in the right way. Um, rather than just selling any way you can. And I think that's the difference here. So, Charlie, why did you decide that you need to teach people how to sell differently? So I... I started my first business when I was 21. I went to drama school and I came out of drama school and for five months I pursued my acting career and then um, it died a death. And um... <laughs> As so many of us do. <laughs> um, and I, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I don't know if it was like my 21-year-old arrogance or like I was just completely clueless because I was like, I'll start a business. That'll be easy. There's loads of people out there and there's me with all these skills. I'll just start a business. And so I launched a theatre school when I was 21 and I'd calculated like how many children there were in the area and realised there were thousands and thousands and thousands of people who could potentially come. Surely it was a no-brainer for them to come to my theatre school. And so I got to work marketing it and I was like doing a week like workshop over some holidays and I worked so hard and I managed to get seven people there and I was just completely and utterly destroyed. I couldn't believe I'd put all of this time and effort into it but in the only way I know how to, I was like, I'm going to put my all into these seven kids. It's going to be amazing. And at the end of the workshop, I was just going to brush everything into the carpet and like, you know, turn over a new leaf and forget about it. But at the end of the week, all of the parents were like, oh my gosh, my child's loved it so much. They want to come. Um, are you going to do weekly classes? And I thought, well, actually, I've worked so hard to get these seven people through the door. I'd be foolish to let them go. But in that moment, I made a promise to myself 
that I was just going to get really, really good at sales. And I actually took on a sales coach really early on. I didn't actually, like, now I would say it was a sales coach, but I didn't actually know what it was. Just someone to help you sell, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, um, they do this thing. So I live in Chelmsford. I don't actually know if they still do it, but they do this thing called um, the Chelmsford Business Showcase. And so there I was... 21 years old not a clue what I was doing like literally not a Scooby I don't I didn't even know anybody else who ran a small business and so I'm just like right I'm gonna go to this thing try and figure out what I'm doing and I walk into like a room full of men in suits and I'm like okay I was a bit worried and now I'm terrified and this guy came onto the stage and he was like get your phone out text me and he rang me the next day I don't know if you must have rang every single person, but, you know, this was before people were doing stuff on Facebook. Yeah. And um, he basically sold me his mastermind or group program. It was face-to-face. Obviously, it was in Essex. And so I was like, yeah, brilliant. It was a lot of money. And I went along. And there were all these men, like, talking about how they sell and giving me ideas of how I can sell. And I just felt like my theatre school did not fit into their very archaic way of selling and asking people why they should buy now and then, you know, turning it around so they're selling it to themselves. And I just thought, actually, this isn't me. This isn't what I want to, to be like. And there must be another way of doing it. And actually, what I learned along the way is the best way to sell is by not selling at all. Absolutely. And you know, all of the things that that we talk about all of the time are actually the exact opposite of what that sales coach taught me at the beginning. So at the time when I left, after six months, I left. And I remember talking to someone and they were like, oh, I haven't been um, on holiday in like three years or whatever. And this mastermind was like 500 pounds a month. And I was like, just pull out of this and go on holiday. Like, what are you playing at? This is insane. And so I made the decision that I was just going to pull out. And at the time I was like, what a waste of money. But actually now looking back, I think it might have been the best thing that I did because I realized that wasn't the way that I was going to sell. And I was going to make selling exactly what I wanted it to be, which I did. And I grew three businesses from the ground up to multi six figures. And now obviously here I am running Charlie Day sales and teaching other people to sell in the right way as well. And that's the thing. I think sometimes we look back and we go, oh, what a waste of money that was. I've told you before, like my first coach I look back and go, oh my God, I spent 30K and it was awful. It was just so bad. And then I think, but that's why I decided to shout about integrity so much. That's why my whole business is built on integrity. Would it have been if I hadn't had that awful experience? And, you know, would you be sitting here selling this amazing way of selling where people don't have to feel like sleazy or icky about it if you hadn't had that experience? Like these things have to happen. Um, They're supposed to happen so that we know what we're doing. But you talk about this archaic way of selling. I think that way is still out there. You know, I've got on to mastermind calls with people where I wanted to join their mastermind or I've been taught by people that I should be going, you know, one of the three objections. Well, you need to say things like, well, what's going to happen in six months if you don't come into here? Your business is going to fail and all these things always made me feel uncomfortable, always made me feel, even like prodding pain points has always made me feel like, really, Mm. is this the way we have to do it? Make people feel so shit about themselves that they buy stuff from you. I don't think that that needs to be the way. And you've seen that 
I sell quite differently to most people. So I think it's absolutely amazing that people are starting to see that you can sell in a different way. How hard has it been to show people that it doesn't have to be the way we've seen from people in the last 10 years? Yeah, really hard. And I I completely agree. You know, I've been to an event recently where there was really pressurizing you to buy there and then I think people are quite shocked when I'm like on a sales call or whatever and I'm like you go away and think about it and they'll be like no no no, I'm ready to buy right now I'm like no have a think about it because obviously we're on a call you probably get really carried away but I would prefer for you to go and think about it make sure it's the right thing and then buy and they're like I need the sales coach. I'm like, yes, this is the way to sell. That's the way to sell. But you know, yeah, it still happens all the time. And I also think that the face of sales has got a bad name. And so many people are scared to do it now because they've been bruised in the past how people have sold to them. Yeah. When they all think of it like, or, or like used car salesmen or right, window exactly. salesmen. Yeah. Like, um, the classic sales guy is Mr. Wormwood from Matilda, you know, like dodgy, everything's like, oh God. Yeah. Just freaks me out, but it does happen. And I think this is why I'm so passionate about getting my message out there because I think a lot of particularly female business owners that I meet are just so scared to sell because of that way of selling that they've just stopped selling completely. And they just tell people what they do every now and again and hope that they come. And there is an in-between where we can sell without being sleazy, but we are actually still selling. Yeah, because we have to, I mean, I, I think in business, if we're in a business, we should be selling every day. A hundred percent. But so many people say, don't sell, you know, you need to give value for six months and then sell something and then give value again and then sell something. I'm, I'm like, why? Shops don't, hairdressers don't. I always use like M&S as an example. Like imagine if you went to M&S to like buy a birthday card. I really like the cards in M&S. That's like my go-to shop. So I've gone into M&S. I'm looking around for the cards and I can't find them anywhere. Like I'm looking, they've moved from the normal place. Where are they? I'm looking around. I'm like getting quite frustrated now because I can't find the cards. And then I go up to a salesperson or a shop assistant and say, "Um, where are the cards? And they're like, oh, we haven't put the cards out today because we didn't want to seem too pushy. Yeah. It's like... (laughs) you're so right because when people first find you you know people say don't sell to people straight away but when people first find you that's the time they most need you normally that's why they're looking for you so they come into your group or they email you or or whatever you know come onto your list or whatever and you're told not to sell to them at that point but actually they've obviously got a problem that's why they've come to you so if you can say well yeah I can solve that for you here's the solution why wouldn't you yeah absolutely and people say to me all the time I don't want to put multiple offers out there why not? There's multiple people wanting to buy different things. Why would you not have multiple offers out at the same time? I was one of those people that people told me you can only launch something or sell something like once a quarter, sell one thing. So I always did. And then I just thought I'm one for not following advice well. So I'll <laughs> follow it for a certain amount of time and then I'll go, or oh, what? What will happen if I do this thing that everyone's told me not to do? And generally my curious mind will make me experiment. And that's what we've done this quarter. We've gone, well, Let's put out like all of the offers in one go and just see what happens. See if we lose everyone. See if nobody buys anything. We've literally hit every target for every product that we've sold so far because it's different people wanting different things. It's not the same people coming into everything. It's you know, Some people want to learn how to get visible, but some people want to write a book, but some people just want the membership. Some, you know, there's all different things. 
And then there's crossover as well. Like some people want to be in the mastermind in the membership and go into the strategy day. Yeah. And like they're going to buy multiple things. And people say to me sometimes like, oh, I just don't want to come across too pushy. And I'm like, do I come across too pushy? And they're like, no, 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 you don't. I'm like, well, I'm doing it all the time. So there is your permission to do it all the time as well. And that's the thing, this word pushy, especially as females, we're told from such a young age not to be demanding, not to be pushy, not to boast, all of these different things. And then we go into business and that's there in our heads. But if we don't talk about how good we are at at what we do, if we don't, you know, tell people what we've got for sale and say why it's good and why people should buy it, then people aren't going to buy because no one can sell like you can sell yourself. Totally. And people try and outsource selling. And I honestly think it needs to be the last thing that you outsource. Only get a sales team in if you cannot physically facilitate the selling yourself because no one's going to sell as well as you do. And even when you've got that sales team, it needs to be coming down from you. But I, I can see why people get a little bit stuck with selling because like, even in this conversation, we're like, we don't want to sell with with sleaze and but also do be pushy <laughs> like don't not be pushy but what i always think is you do what feels super comfortable for you like i'm a bit ballsy you're a bit ballsy you're very ballsy um <laughs> and so maybe what we want to do is different from someone who's a little bit more introverted or works in a different way and that's absolutely fine but if you don't want to feel pushy, don't want to feel icky, then just don't get yourself into a position where you feel pushy or icky. You know, when I follow up with people on a daily basis, I don't feel icky or pushy. That's why I can do it. I don't want people to miss out. I don't want people to miss the thing and go, oh my gosh, I didn't sign up or whatever. And that's why I feel like I can follow up, but just make sure it feels comfortable for you. Yeah. I'm like that. So I, when I follow up with people, let's say if they've been in a challenge or they've taken interest in the course, I'll follow up by saying, have you got any other questions? And what I don't like is this sort of cut and paste script that people have where they follow up with, you know, well, what are your goals in the coming? It's always the same thing. What are your goals in the coming year? I'm curious. (laughs) <laughs> would you like to earn an extra da, da, da? and I'm like I can't stand that and I think it's because I've seen it so many times and I think just be original you don't need a script mm. to sell mm. like people that sell templates of what to say don't do that you know your product you know what's good about it just talk about it tell people why it might be good for them and I think that half of list, half of selling is listening and that's where people get it wrong like I've been on sales calls where no one's asked me what the what my issues are they've just talked at me about the thing and tried to persuade me and tried to scare me that if I don't buy it some bad stuff will happen but I always think like I don't do many sales calls and I don't do many discovery calls because I think I'm online so much that I sell that way more but when I do have a conversation with somebody I'm like well tell me what you're looking for because I might not be the right person for them right or that might not be the right offer for them if if someone's like oh I'm thinking about um signing up to your membership and I just wanted to know do you think that'd be good for me and you were like yep here's the link well actually asking the, well what do you want well actually I want to scale my business from six figures to seven figures will the membership help me do that no you need to get in the mastermind this is the wrong offer for you you know the more you understand the problems the more you can steer them in the right direction and actually you might be able to sell them more 
Yeah, that's right. And often we're just told to to, to close the deal, close the deal, close the mm. deal, you know, on the call or wherever you have to, just close the deal. And I felt really uncomfortable when people have done that to me. Like, you know, can you give me your credit card while you're on? And I'm like, I want to think about it. And some of the things that I think sales get a bad rep for is because some people say things like, like I've said before, oh, I just want to go and think about it, maybe talk to my team about whether it's the right thing we need for now. And they'll go, oh, so your team makes your decisions about your business and not you. Does that make you a good CEO? That just turns me off. There will never be a time where I go, yeah, you know what? You're right. I'll sign up now. Like I will always do the opposite if someone says that. Yeah. And I I feel in some spaces, <laughs> they do this more than in other spaces. So for example, I had a sales call recently and someone said, you need to do this. I mean, like red flag all over. Like, no, that. <laughs> That is just not okay. Like, I would never say that to somebody. Like, I have I had a look at your business and your sales processes are absolutely terrible. So you need to buy from me. Like, that's just not okay. And actually, that puts me off completely. What What is better for me? And this is the way that I buy. You are amazing. You're absolutely smashing it. And I know I can help you be even more amazing. Yeah, don't and make someone feel crap. Yeah, I don't think there's many people that if you make them feel bad, they would like to buy more from you. I always remember somebody saying to me, like, people remember how you made them feel, not necessarily what you said. And if that's the case, you know, this pain point thing, let's bring up all of the traumatic experiences you've (laughs) ever had and then say that you can solve them. All that would do is make me go away feeling really bad about myself. And that doesn't make me want to buy no no exactly (laughs) people buy when they feel good but you know what i'm saying there's a there's a big group of people out there who are doing this like shame selling and it's just not okay yeah and actually i'm we're probably not supposed to say things like this but there is a big group of people in the spiritual arena out there online that have you know suddenly there was always the the spirituality sellers that were, were great and that i used to follow and they were you know, they do their thing and they they were really well qualified in what they do. And now suddenly there's like a massive amount of people that have just woken up yesterday and decided today that they can now sell whatever spiritual thing, whether it's codes or whatever the newest thing is on the block today. And the way they're selling is about shame. It pinpoints shame straight away. Like you don't feel good enough you don't do this, you know, you don't belong. And I just don't think it's the way, like making feel, people feel bad about things. And what ha- what can happen if you sell like that is that people will come into your programs, but it, there'll be a nightmare. You're not going to yeah. enjoy it and they're not going to enjoy it. And why would you want that? That's why persuasion. So people talk a lot about persuasion in selling. I've always thought there is a place for persuasion. There is a place to persuade people that you are the right person, for instance, to help. But persuading someone they need something that they don't necessarily think they need isn't always a good way because you can, I'm good at persuading. I could persuade someone Mm. to come into a course that maybe they don't need, but that's not going to go well for me long-term. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's really important, like in sales pages and stuff, that you're using persuasive language. Yeah. And, and you know, it is a sales page. It is there to sell. But I think there's a difference between that and actually, you know, 
spending a lot of time convincing somebody to buy something. They need to make that decision in their own head. You tell them what it's about, you understand their scenario and how you can help them solve their problem. And then they go away and decide if it's the right thing for them. And if they go away and they decide it's not the right thing and you have handled it really well, I bet your bottom dollar they'll be back to buy something else from you later on. They do. And and even like, if you if someone comes to you and you think, do you know what, I'm not the right person for this. I had someone come to me and wanted product coaching, like would, was going to pay me 50K to do coaching about products. And I was like, I'm not the right person for this. I've never had a product. This isn't the, the right, yes, could I coach some general business around it? Is there someone I know better that can? Yeah, like several people. And so I turned that person away and said, look, I would love to coach you, but actually I think there are better people and I'm going to send you on to them and you can have a look at them. And I gave them the names of three people and they went with one of them in the end. I made way more than that 50K because that person told all of her friends that didn't have products, if you're ever in need of somebody to teach you about business, go to this person. She's she's legit. She turned me away because she said I, she, I wasn't the right person for her. And people then trusted me. And yeah. so you'll make more money in the long run anyway. And it's yeah. not fun to coach somebody that, you don't think you're getting them the best results. I've done it before, like in the early days when I used to take on anyone for anything. And I'm like, I don't know if I can get this person the results or not. It just keeps you up at night. Well, it does me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's just not a good place to be in. Um, I totally agree. So if somebody's like scared of selling, like maybe they've only just started and they're like, I really want to sell, but I've just been giving value in my group or I've just been writing to my email list, telling them a load of good stuff about me. I have got this thing that I think would really help them, but they're just scared to put it out there. What's the steps that they take to start feeling more confident about it? I think the main thing for me is just completely flipping your mindset around sales. So I'll use one to many as the, the most perfect Example. So you were selling one to many. I did one to many back in April 2020. And you were selling one to many. I didn't know really about you. I didn't know anything. But I was in really desperate need of understanding how the online space worked and all of that sort of stuff. Now, if you had been a bit nervous about making sales and a bit worried and just, you know, maybe only told a few people about it or maybe only did a couple of posts about it and I didn't find out, I wouldn't be sitting here right now having this conversation with you and you would have done me a massive disservice so I'm pleased that you plastered that all over the internet and like got everyone's attention because it's changed my life and think about how you with your product or service can change someone's life and if you are not willing to step up and say hey this is me this is what I've got to offer and it is bloody awesome then you're doing those people a disservice there's someone out there who needs your thing so go out there and sell it. Because- yeah, and talk about it more than once, for goodness sake. Like, don't put one post out. Yeah, you can be repetitive. No one minds. Like, if you want to use that everyone tag to sell, use the everyone tag. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I'm giving you permission to use the everyone tag in your groups. 
Charlie, thank you so much for coming on today. We we will talk about this. I guarantee you all have Charlie on this podcast more because whenever we talk about sales, I'm kind of passionate in that people should be selling all the time. They should be selling in a non-sleazy way. You'll see a lot of my stuff is about selling with integrity, which Charlie does in spades and teaches other people to do. And that ripple effect is massive. The more we can get people selling all the time, but selling in a way that feels good to them so that they can sleep at night and still make a lot of money, the better it's going to be. So if somebody wants to come and follow you i know you've always got something fun going on summits and challenges and all sorts of stuff to do with selling where is the best place for them to find you uh either come and follow me on instagram at charlie day sales or you can come and be part of my community on facebook my facebook group is called the entrepreneurs growth club and because she's not saying it i'm gonna say it she has a really good book which i've read (laughs) (laughs) yes Well, sales is easy. So just check that out on Amazon because it is really, really good. And it's a really easy read. It's not going to, you know, those business books that take you forever. It's not that. You're going to be able to read it and you're going to be able to digest it really easily. And some of the nuggets in there will stay with you as they have with me. And you will be able to sell more efficiently. Thank you for being here, Charlie. It's always good to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. And thank you everyone for listening. I hope you're going to go out there today and be like, right, I'm going to sell something today now. After that, you should do it. Can we tell everyone, like they need to go and sell today and then come and report back to us with what happens. Yeah, do that. Come into that strategy group and tell us what you sold today. Like just go out there and be brave and sell things um, and then tell us what happened. And I'll be back next week for whatever you're doing for the rest of the day and the rest of the week. Have an amazing time and I will speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.